What's up, Laughing Out Dilator? The best podcast in the world. The rawest podcast in the world. And yeah, where you hear the truth and nothing but the truth. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Give us a give us a five star. Keep the pulse of this thing pushing. I'm, get, I'm, I'm getting tired of doing this. Keep the pulse pulsing. Yeah, keep the pulse pulsing. <laughs> keep the blood flowing. Keep the keep the heart bumping. Pause. <laughs> Today my guest is. Every- Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody's friend. If you're from Los Angeles and, and Alex is not your friend, then you're probably not from Los Angeles. Or you're probably not cool. <laughs> Hardcore kid, skinhead. Like, you see him at the punk shows. You see him at... See him everywhere. Um, hardcore lifer. Uh, future old head. Future Hall of Famer. Today <laughs> <laughs> so my guest is Alex Barragan from Whittier. How you doing? Chilling, man. Chilling, chilling. So what are you going to do today after this interview? Uh, we're going to track talk. The photo shoot? Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> after that, we're like shooting promos for LND. So you're an LND Castile Wise? Yep. Am I missing any that's it. Good band. Kind of, actually, kind of poker card, but oh yeah, you're like the, that's one I can. <laughs> that's one you can. Um, so how old are you? Twenty five. Twenty five. You're in three bands. You've booked shows. You've been you've been all over the all over the all over the country for hardcore shows. Mm-hmm. Explain to me what it was like growing up in Whittier and what led you to be such a passionate man. Uh, Explain your upbringing with your family and all that. It was cool. I mean, yo, my family was dope. Is dope. My family's dope. Um, I don't know. Like, I... I don't know. It was... It was chill. What side of Whittier are you from? Uh, North. How was it like growing up in North Whittier, for those who don't know? Uh, Donnybrook Town. I mean, that's... uh, Donnybrook... Like, Donnybrook's from South Whittier. Oh, my bad. And, like... It's like different, but you know, it's it's all the same. Um, <laughs> I like, I don't know, I grew up with like, you know, neighborhood friends, just like anyone else. Uh, fucking, uh, in the beginning, like my family was like pretty religious, you know? But, I don't know. I, I feel like once I started being able to like formulate like my thoughts and opinions like I realized like very quickly just like how much I didn't fuck with like organized like religion and shit um so I was just like pretty checked out pretty early you know um but yeah I've been there all my life still there I'm not trying to leave <laughs> truthfully but you know shit happens well um well I mean, you're from like a Mexican American household, mm-hmm. right? Was music or was music or anything brought up to you in an early age that you were like interested as a child that most kids would not would just kind of like pay attention? 
I like my my brother was like a choir guy <laughs> uh, in like high school, and like uh, my mom would tell me stories about like how I'd like fucking I would like I would like cry like a lot as like an infant, you know. And like my brother singing would like just like make me stop, you know what I mean? And, Whoa. Um, and then like my my pops and like my mom like kind of always had something playing around the house, you know? Like your fucking I don't know, like your Billy Stewart's, your Stylistics, your Rick James, you know what I mean? Like they're like like they're they're older, you know what I mean? So like. I came, like, I was, like, raised with that kind of shit, you know? Um, And then, like, I don't know, like, I, it, like, in the beginning when I first started, like, doing music the way that I do, like, um, it was just, like, crazy to me because, like, as, like, a middle schooler, elementary, high school, like, I had no desire to, like, do music I actually didn't have any desire to do anything at all but just kick it you know what I mean like um, but like as like time went on and like you know you get older and you kind of look back and like you're reminded of some things and you see pictures and shit like you're just kind of like oh wait what the fuck like I like I don't know like me and my brother fucking one day we were like kicked it and I had I had no doubt on in the car and like my image of like my brother up until then it was kind of just like this like uh, like church guy that like just got a family now and shit you know like so like the fool was like I fucking love no doubt I was like the, the fuck like I mean no doubt's dope you know but I just I didn't expect to hear that from him and so I kind of like, it kind of like got the wheels rolling, and like, I mean, this fool had like, uh, American Idiot on CD, and I would like take it from his room and go like listen to it. But to me, that that was just like rock. Like it wasn't like punk or like nothing. Like that was just like, oh yeah, like it's just like rock music. You know what I mean? And uh, and so like coming like retracing steps it's like oh like this has kind of been in my life but like not like not it wasn't like active you know what I mean where it was just like oh like this kid's gonna be a rocker (laughs) like whatever like it was like I mean like me and my brother are cool but like again like we're like 10 years apart you know what I mean so there's like the generational difference and it's not until you get a little older that like or you, not until you get pretty much like an adult that like you, the like the whole age thing is like I guess like out of the picture you know what yeah. I mean? like it's not like a factor you know what I mean like I can go to a bar with my brother or like I can go to this or that you know but um but yeah I mean like I've always like like I, I, I liked I've always loved music but like at least the desire to play it like didn't come till like way later you know what I mean yeah and and I mean I hate to ask but I gotta ask how'd you get into hardcore I mean being from like Whittier Mexican American family just- uh it was crazy because 
like. Because you told me you're know. into Rohnger Park at 15, which is like. Yeah, I I mean like so. I met this one homie through fucking football like freshman year, and like it was like like we didn't know like basically we were there just doing the dance you know what I mean like you get into high school like you go try and do the football thing you know what I mean and like like we kind of just linked up and we're like this is cool but like I don't do you want to be here because I don't want to be here (laughs) you like hip-hop too I like hip-hop too like from there we just like started kicking it you know and like we would just like geek out on like like classic hip-hop and shit and fucking um he introduced me to like i mean both of them were like my best friends you know and uh he introduced me to the homie bert who was like he was like the rocker hip-hop head so like we would just like chill at the other homies pad just fucking listening to this full spin and just play tracks be like yo what the fuck is that or like yo like that's that that's sampled after this and shit and like um one summer we were watching lords of dogtown and there's the scene where jay adams gets thrown through the window as like rise against his plane is, is like acting as black flag playing nervous breakdown okay and like i heard like i heard the words and like the song and like obviously like the energy of the scene you know like and i was just like yo like what the fuck is that like that sounds sick and yeah, that's random as hell and like this whole burrow was like oh yeah like that's fucking nervous ba- breakdown by black flag and that dude like i literally like would play that song I probably annoyed them with it because <laughs> I would just play it over and over and over again and like it was just like yo like I fuck with this so much and like which it was like very early on into like getting into like punk like this whole was just like you're obsessed with this song like do you want to learn it and it was like I thought that fool was like kind of pulling my tail like like oh like I play guitar or whatever, you know what I mean? And, like, I was just kind of, like, full, like, you know, I don't play guitar. Like, what the fuck? He's like, no, like, I swear, like, it's fucking easy as fuck. Just four chords, like, like, fingers here, finger, like, you literally keep your fingers in the same position, but just move it this way. And so I did it, and I kind of got it, and I gave me the, this ranky, rinkity-dinky-ass fucking... <laughs> nylon string guitar and I just like was obsessed with it it was it was so nuts because it was just like I would like play it and like I would play the same same four chords and um you know we they they would throw shows at his house and then there was like a couple spots in like Norwalk that they they'd throw shows at and we go to that and then but like always in the background was like it was like hardcore Cause like this fool was like, oh yeah, like fucking like trapped under ice, backtrack. Was he old? And like, no, 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 he's my age. He was like, your age, and he was just on, he, was, he knew about he knew all about he was he was on it. Yeah, yeah, he knew he knew like he knew what's up with hardcore. And like, but like I was like still kind of like on like the California like punk tip, you know what I mean? Like, punk. And like, 
It was just like Like Sonically like Backtrack And like Trapped under ice Was like Oh dude that shit's even like Crazier Like you know what I mean Cause yeah. it's like That shit's heavy You know yeah. And um And Basically like I just Like I just like started like Fucking with it And um Like When I, I Like I started fucking with it But like It wasn't until I was like in class one day And I came across Turnstile Pressure to Succeed Same. And I was like This is fucking sick <laughs> Like <laughs> Like And to like Find out like All these bands are like Connected And like they tour with each other And like this is like What like music is like right now Like I was like, oh, this is fucking sick. And then came across a flyer that was Turnstile Fury and Force Order at Program, which, like, that was, like, my first... Damn, Turnstile like, Program? Cap, like, HC show, you know what I mean? That was your first hardcore show? Yeah, it was, like, 20, 2015. And, um... I remember, uh, and I remember, to, like, dude, I, I, I texted it to that fool that night. It was just like, yo, like, we gotta, we gotta fucking go to this, like... Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, we'll ditch our, like, sixth. Like, thinking that, like... Because, like, you see the videos within... Well, you see, like, the hardcore videos, and there's, like, mountains of people just crawling all over each other and stage diving and shit. You're like, yo, people, like, pull up in, like, the masses to fucking go to these shows. You know what I mean? And so, like, dude, we pulled up to program at, like, fucking... <laughs> I think it was, like, like 1 o'clock in the afternoon, some shit. And, uh... <laughs> and... <laughs> they're like, yo, we're here for the show, and there's like, like it's just open as like a regular shop, and they're like, oh, that's like not till six. Wait, and, did did the tickets allow you buy tickets, or you just showed up without? No, tickets? this was like before like um, pre-sale shit. It was just it was just first come first serve. Ah oh, man, and I so, missed. dude, fucking, we were just like, we literally kicked it in program for like. Five hours <laughs> And like You know It was like Chopping it up With uh, with like Chris and shit And It was It was funny And like But like Went into that Like a Turnstile fan And then like Seeing like Fury and Forced Order Like I remember Seeing Fury And like the mic went out And This fool Jeremy Just like Dropped the mic And just started yelling In everybody's faces And like At the time He had like A shaved head too and I thought he was like the craziest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. And then now he's like, I mean, he's one of the coolest, like, yeah, nicest, he's just like one of the polite, well spoken, one of the nicest dudes. I'm like, oh shit. But um, <laughs> that's but yeah. sick. Then you got a fucking amazing first show. Yeah, dude, it was fucking so sick. And then, and then you, and this how old are you at this point? Twenty five. No, no, at, the, at that time. Oh, you were like, uh, uh, probably like, like. Like 16, 17 You were 16, 17 Junior year of high school yeah, So at what point Do you start booking Your own shows Cause I know You st- you, you told me stories About booking shows In, uh, in that guy's Fresno's basement Yeah In La, uh, La Puente um, I just way think after this, this is like a This is like a minute after Like we kind of were Like My first band Was already kind of a thing Um Um, um my first band was kind of like already a thing, and, and you were was this band during high school or after high school? After high school, but you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like, one. Of- it was like literally, dude. It was like, I, I think, essentially, it was like you sang in that band shortly right? after 
I graduated is like when it started to like formulate. And that was like a like an era of like a, a certain era of kids, like the player card kids, the the future wise kids. Uh, right? Am I tripping? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of us are still around, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a certain era of kids came out there at the time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, but like it was like one of those things where like, like we weren't necessarily like yo like hopping on shows and didn't really know that many people other than like our homies and shit like like I mean that very first like garage gig was for real just like like the people like our homies and like kind of people we knew just like yeah like let's do a show and then like as things kind of went as things progressed like people started hearing about this like garage spot that was like pretty cool you know and like come like Towards like the last gig there, it was just like there was like too many people to even have it there. Like I remember pulling up, I pulled up late and to like set up and shit, and like fucking Fresca comes out and it's just like, hey bro, like mom said like this shit's like a no go. As like everybody's there, like it's like Dead Heat's like first gig south of Oxnard and like, um, and uh. It was just like fuck. And to be clear, Fresa's like this Mexican kid who used to have shows in his mom's basement. Uh, in the garage. In the garage, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he would like it's not his house, it's his mom's house and you guys would book shows there. Yeah. It was, it was badass. And it was like the time like more specifically, like the the distort uh it was like distort millspec wildside gig that happened there was just like the vibe was just through the roof like i mean the the distort record released a few weeks ago like it's like wild that we are this many years down the line and that's still like such like a like a like a prominent memory within like those friendships you know what i mean yeah this has been a bet for eight years Eight? Yeah. Fuck, or maybe longer. Because yeah. I was talking, to, I was talking to Trent, and he was saying like the ten years, the ten year distort lineup, the, the ten year distort like gig would be, like is coming up. And I was like, that's crazy to think. That's why he's twenty nine. He's twenty nine. He's told me like they released a demo and toured when he was twenty one, which is crazy. That blows my mind that a band like that is like like those shows like starting when they were in their in just in their twenties, and now they're going to yeah. their thirties. I, I mean. I was telling you earlier, like, I, I do remember when the idea of that band, like, came about. And, like, it was like, yeah, sick. Fuck yeah. And, like, actually at that gig, so, like, the gig, basically, like, everyone was there. They're like, oh, this isn't happening. And, like, as Fresno told me it's not happening, like, there was, like, these power outlets, these, like, public power outlets I remember in the back of my head. I was just like, yo, like, Everybody just go here. It's like like two minutes away. And we pulled up, plugged everything in, and had the gig at like the skate park. And um and Distort play Distort played, but it wasn't they didn't play a single Distort song and Caleb wasn't on drums. It was James from Cool Side. And they didn't like they didn't play a single Distort song. It was just Chromag's coverage. <laughs> So that was technically Distort's first show, but their first show was like up in the lower Central Valley. 
Um, and what what pushed you? Because then you later on you booked shows in the Tucson, Tucson, Tucson Gallery. Yeah. So it's not like you just booked these shows at the beginning. What made you at the time, at that point in hardcore, like a couple of years ago when like hardcore was not where it is today? What made you like? What kind of pushed you to start booking shows? Just doing shit. Like you were just bored. Like not not uh, not bored. Yeah. Like you know like just like wanted to play shows with like friends and like my band and shit and that was that was really it and no one was booking shows like that you knew I was here like I'm gonna just book shows for my friends and, we, and my and my homies man I mean like Suburbified and SOS was doing shit but like I mean at that at that point in time like like we didn't really know like any of those people like we remotely knew Maddie but that was it you know what I mean so like it was just kind of like well like just so we'll just do like our own thing you know what I mean and yeah it was dope it was dope and um at, at what point does Wise start because Wise Wise band Wise been a band for a minute oh yeah Wise been a band for a minute um and have you been taking guitar seriously this whole time from no. the nervous breakdown moment no no no, no. <laughs> like I like I would like I would like play it and like I would try and come up with like I would I would come up with like riffs for the first band and uh, nothing would nothing like not necessarily nothing stuck just like the writing dynamic was fucked and like that was kind of like the demise of that band um, it just wasn't the style that like the majority of us were going for so and like it was like one of those things where it's just like ah uh, like. I would much rather remain friends than fucking lose out on, like, than, like, hate each other after this shit. You know what I mean? And, like, um, so towards the end of that is, like, when when I had met, I had met Nick in Oakland um, during, like, the, the Fury Praise, like, California Weekender. And basically, like, <laughs> I had rolled with... Uh, with like Steph for change um, up to like with, throughout like the gigs not knowing how I was going to get home and it was like oh yeah like I'll, I'll find a way back like it's, it's cool I'll, like maybe like get home from Fresno or some shit and um, and Nick was with him or like Nick was like with us but he had driven his own car yeah he had driven his own car he drove from he drove from LA San Diego he, he to drew, he drove from San Diego to Oakland to Oakland to see Fury and Praise to see Fury and Praise and Seven Change it was that one two three that one two three go records yeah. it was dope the, the Fury set was tight um, and uh, he had, he had mobbed from from there to there and basically it was like yeah I mean I'm on my way to San Diego like I'll just drop you off and so like on the way down it was like like he was putting me on to, to like hardcore from the east coast that like I just was oblivious to you know what I mean like like I knew I liked like stuff like Turning Point and like Judge and like Youth of Today um but like he put me on to like like Leeway Second Record, uh, Agnostic Front, Cause for Alarm. Like he put me on to like a lot of the metallic shit and like a lot of like Virginia shit too. Like put me on a Hard Stripes, Barge, fucking 
uh, uh, like victim, and it was cool, you know. Uh, and it was just like he's like, yeah, like I, th- I think, I think, uh, like I want to start this band, and it sounds like, like I wanted to sound like this, and I was just like, yo, well, like me and my two homies, like want to start a band that sounds exactly like that like we should like do some shit and um and we wound up at hot house rest in peace and that was like the first like uh jam session with wise in like 20 2016 2017 i gotta ask who wrote the majority of the demo or it was a collective. It was definitely col- at that point in time. It was collective as fuck, dude. Like that demo is dude. that demo. That <laughs> demo is. I mean, yeah, that demo is like, dude. That demo slaps fucking we're, nuts. We're just. I mean, even though Wise has been a band for as long as as it has, like a lot of the shit was just like learning on the fly. Like none of us were like in like bigger bands before, like wise you know what i mean so like like dude those sessions like i'm gonna get into like a tangent real quick the price of like of like hourly rehearsal spots like here in la is so fucked now like in comparison to what it was then like we used to pay like fucking like 30 bucks 30 35 bucks for like two hours at this spot and like fucking a session at fucking sound bites like like 70 bucks yeah. you know what I mean and like it's just kind of like fuck <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> for two hours like it's God, hard to be yeah. a musician now you know it's like but dude we were like we were just like like uh like the intro like the ticket ticket um Nick had that riff and like had that idea for it and then it was like from like piecing that intro together that things just started to like fall in place and like there would be sessions where like the vibe was just like so like yo like this is like this is the shit like but we're not done but like we got like five minutes left all right fuck it like two more hours and then we would pay like more to go longer and like we'd be tired but like we were just like so fucking like we were just like so tapped in like with each other like creatively like in the process of writing that demo that like like you couldn't like you couldn't pre-pro that shit you know what i mean like there was like ideas we were coming up with like on the fly that's just like like even in the moment i was like "Ah, i don't think that'll work or like whatever you know and like and then also like trying to get better as a guitarist like that was like that was because that for sure it doesn't sound very beginner it sounds pretty good I mean, yeah, I I just like trying to figure out like what sounds good. Like, I mean, it was just kind of like around that time I would just like listen to shit that I like that I liked and like learn like the songs and see like okay, well that sounds like that. Well, like how how can I tweak it? And like so these are kind of like the consistent like uh, like frets and shit. So. I'll, I'll like try and write something around it or, or just like make it my own you know and like like I wouldn't like actively try to rip shit I, I would just like it would be more so like 
figuring out where, like, we wanted our sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that that process was so nuts. And then like going into like recording it, like we recorded at Paradise with Colin Knight, and uh, I think if there was like anyone else in that chair, like they would have just like told us to get the fuck out. Why? Uh, you guys didn't know you were doing. Like, I mean, that was like. I definitely didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Um, I think I think John had recorded drums like only like one other time up until that moment. Don, I, I I'm not sure if he did bass or if he like recorded bass. Um, I'm sure he has. No, he had to. He had to have like recorded some music before that. And then Nick, like, he's just doing his thing, like he's just chilling, you know, but. There was, like, parts that, like, I just, like, couldn't get. And it was, it was frustrating, but it was a learning process. And then, uh, so, you, and then you guys, you guys played shows on and off, I feel like. All right, sometimes I see, like, uh, like you guys playing for a minute, and then, like, I want to see you guys for a minute. And yeah. then the, and then I got asked, I mean, just for, like, I guess, context or for a historical Purposes. Why the fuck do you guys take so long for the LP? Dude. It's like it's like you okay. skipped the EP. So basically, like originally, like we wanted to do a seven inch, and 2019, uh, Sam uh, Sam from Triple B had approached us for to do an LP after like or to do something after our set at Sound Fury. And, um, and I mean, like, Triple B was like a, like a formative, like, label in coming up, like, with hardcore, you know what I mean? Like, because that's like... Why is this a all, Triple B band? Well, why is it a Triple B band? But like... Stylistically. All the, all the band, like, literally their catalog, like, demo core years was like, like, priceless. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like, Dude, fucking Freedom Pay the Price, Fury Kingdom Come, Unified Right, like that was like that was the shit. Those were like the bands we wanted to like we wanted to sound like, you know, and just because like the you know demo chords are shit. But uh, in terms of taking so long to write, I mean, dude, like for that record, I mean, like for that record, I was like again like still like progressing at like my instrument you know like um like I, I was like writing riffs i didn't even know how to play it you know what i mean like i come up with an idea and like kind of like have like the rhythm down and i would just sit there for fucking hours just like trying to fucking get it down i mean there's like we have a lot of songs that like we just threw on the back burner that were like either gonna be on the LP or whatever but the next song just presented itself and it was like better you know will those songs ever come out probably not uh, a B-side actually a B-side limited edition The Essence I the, would like to do a remix uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, re- oh, okay. I would like to do like like. Uh, what, what do you not like about the record no it's not that I don't like it I love it um, I guess just like with like an like a like an aged ear and have played those songs so many times I think it could like 
we could have just mixed it a little different, you know? You know what it I sounds mean, I like? I think that's like every musician, musician's like quarrel. The know? record, when you talk about it, it sounds like every time, and not just now, but be, like before, it sounds like when you have a kid, and like, but you're like already older. You know what I mean? Like, older parents, like, fuck, I had a kid. Like, I don't really want it. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I love him. You know, now that he's here. But, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, that's crazy. It sounds like, <laughs> like, a, like a bittersweet love type thing. Nah, I, I mean, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's just, you know, like, I mean, it's just, like, like self-critique shit, you know? Yeah. Like, I, like, I get in my head about, like, shit like that, like, all the time. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, in my head, just from, this is my personal, like, uh, like, memory... Disturbing Wise were like the only bands at the time that I that felt like fresh and that were doing that sound. Like at least when I was coming up in hardcore, like yeah. you know what I mean. Like the bands that I would be stoked the most to see were you guys and Distort, yeah. just because it felt more like, like it didn't feel as scary. You know what I mean? And in, in, in a good way. You know what I mean? It felt like more fun. Yeah. It felt like you know what I mean. It felt like those bands were more, like you guys or those two bands were more accessible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like you guys were like you guys were playing like. "Quote unquote small shows," because they're playing big shows. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just gravitated more towards your demo course sound. I guess. Yeah. You know I, I, mean? I like. I don't know. I we had, like. Not that that time feels like a blur, but we just did our thing. Like yeah. there wasn't really like a fucking mission statement. You know what I mean? Like it was just kind of like, oh yeah, like we're playing shows. Wait, what the fuck? Like we're touring. Yeah. Wait. We got a record coming Like That's crazy You know I mean Why is one of those bands Where like I try to learn the lyrics You know like To sing along yeah. And now that I look back I'm like I don't even understand What the hell is Nick saying Some of the lyrics Like I'm like <laughs> Like you know The demo was like My My uh like whatever like maybe when I was in high school or something like that the demo was like my top like listen of like you know all the songs yeah. in order and I was just thinking about like I don't even know really what you know what, I mean? like, what he's saying yeah. and I still know the lyrics to this day like when you guys play it yeah. but I just, I just think it's funny where it's like you know usually try, you relate to the lyrics or it's just like very easy to like you know just like sing along part but Nick's yeah. lyrics are like I'm like, who the fuck knows what he's talking about sometimes? Yeah. Or like, you understand what he's trying to get at, but it's like some weird, like, you know, like super intellectual <laughs> lyrics, like super scholarly <laughs> lyrics. And we're like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, like. Dude broke out the dictionary. Yeah. The, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't think, I, I, I solely believe he didn't. Or like, I, I believe he didn't, but. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> no, yeah, I, just, I remember like I remember learning the lyrics and like being hard for it to learn the lyrics. Yeah. Because it's like so like. You know, just, yeah. it's like a whole like just like story. Or like I mean, I don't think I still can't tell you what celestial. Means, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but now you're in Leave No Doubt. Yes, you've been into you've you've been at every possible show for the last five years. For the last whatever, for the last zero seasons, you were once you got into it. So you've never. I feel like. Correct me if I'm wrong, you know, and it's okay. Some people step away from hardcore for a bit. You know, maybe there's a couple months, like a couple, a couple shows. You're like, you know, what? I'm just gonna chill out. I need to like, I need, I need to do some life shit. I feel like you've never, you've never stepped out. I feel like I've seen it at every show, and there's very few people that I could say like I see you at the punk show, I see you at the Fisher Billiards, I see you at the Midnight Hour, I see you at the, I saw you at the Rec Center, I saw you at the the, the house in <laughs> Vernon. I saw you, know, you at the house in Vernon. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I, oh shit, I saw you everywhere. And like you never, you never like I feel like taking a break. You've, you then you join Castillo. You started Leave No Doubt. Yeah. You know, uh, you feel different for bands here and there. Do you ever get sad that you're like I kind of wish it was just still the homies? Uh. Like what are you doing here? Get out of here. You don't know what's up. Nah, you don't care. Nah, you ruined the show. Not, not necessarily like. 
I definitely don't think like that, you know, but it's like more so just like, I don't know, like, you know, like people come and go, you know, and like, I feel like, like <laughs> you quickly over the years, you kind of quickly like not to just like, like pin, like pin characteristic characteristics onto people that like that maybe they have one attribute or the other that like you know people who have come and go like also share you know um i don't know like i like i feel like naturally i don't know just, i i just fuck with this shit you know yeah. i like i love it um it's my shit, you know. I, like I said like I fuck with like a lot of subgenres and subcultures, but hardcore is like always gonna be my shit, you know. I mean, you're, you're still you're still young, but do you think do you have like somewhere in the back of your head, like down the line, you're like I'm just gonna settle down one day, or you're gonna always be in the cut, what one way or another, like one like, way or another, like, like always a, always at gig. You know, get, I'm not saying get, get a house and a yeah. fucking dog and yeah, yeah. barbecues and yeah, get a know. bulldog. And listen to Sherry Terror, have some sandals on, and start barbecuing. Wear, wear a fucking Kangol hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, shit. I think we all do, or I don't know. Uh, you'd be surprised. That'd be kind of sick, but I mean, buying a house here, I would have to just like move to re- move to like like uh, where's 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 where Rising live. Um, Somewhere in the You know where they're Building houses right now You know what I mean Like we're a little like bit Like fucking Thai Yeah the I or something Yeah yeah No I, I don't know I, I haven't I haven't thought that far <laughs> yeah. And uh, so is Wise Gonna release something else Or is Leave No Doubt Just gonna continue What Wise did Well, well the 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 trite you, you know what I'm saying uh, Or we can't expect The Wise EP you expect some music Yeah you can expect some music For sure Um Leave No Doubt Is Is my shit right now though Uh That's like Kind of what I'm focused on Uh I mean like The wise guys Like It's like Like The band's Not the glue to our friendship You know what I mean Like we're always gonna be around each other Whether the band's active or not and like when it just feels right, like we'll do shit, you know. But um, as far as like activity goes, like leave no doubt, like it's the shit, you know. Is, you know, I'm I'm kind of surprised you and Donner are friends, because you guys Why? are kind of different. How <laughs> so? I don't know. Like Don is a little bit like Don. Like he, no, no. If Don, if you're listening, I love you. But like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like sometimes he could be intimidating. Like I feel like I feel like I could make him mad easy. Yeah, yeah, like I feel like you could just like it, it's so easy to like. <laughs> I feel like I've gotten him mad like on accident like yeah. like three times, and we don't hang out. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like you, you're like the chillest person. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just like I don't like I don't get it, but I mean, I mean, that's, you know, I, it's opposites attract. I guess yeah, yeah. I don't know. Birds of a feather well together. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm but so leave no doubt. Place. I mean, Castillo is a fucking the biggest one of the, one of the biggest oi bands. Unintentionally, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah. Or you wouldn't say so. Um, I, it's I don't know. Just like kind of be, you got me in the hot seat in, in terms of like, 
I don't like. I was a fan of the. I was a fan of the band before I was in. So like, honestly, like whatever we do, I'm like fucking stoked on. You know, yeah. and like when people were like, "Yo, like I fuck with your shit. I fuck with Castillo." Like, I'm like shit, me too. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I can't wait for you here to like the new shit. You know, like I just it's like with that band, it's like that's kind of Castillo's like one of the, like the band. I'm like most hands free with like I don't I don't got to do no band dad shit you know yeah. what I mean? like I just kind of pull up and play which is nice you know but um yeah I fucking I I love that band you know don't like, cry huh don't cry yeah um so yeah so what's next in your life after we get wrapped this up What's next? What uh, what are your hopes and dreams? What are you manifesting? What are my hopes and dreams? What am I manifesting? Uh, chill vibes, you know. Chill vibes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, just to kick it more, you know. Um, I don't know. I like. Uh, I don't know. I just, you know, I just keep it pushing. Chill for know? another five years. Chill for another five years, yeah. And then once you're 30, we'll do another interview and figure it out then. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll see what's the difference then. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, anything else you want to say? Uh, I'm straight, yeah. All right, listen, to leave no doubt. I mean, you probably already listened to Castillo. <laughs> and if you haven't, listened to the Wise Demo. Later. <laughs>